0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of No Funkin' Strictly Monkin', the only podcast that, you know, pulls the classic Nancy Reagan move of saying no to Monk to Funkin' and says yes to Monkin'. That's what her campaign was, right, Andre? My name is Jay Christine, I'm your host, joined as always by Andre Barrera. Andre, how are you? Vegas, baby! Vegas! I'm glad you said that, because that is my first note for the episode. Uh, we're talking to Mr. Monk Goes to Vegas. Um... You know how I, it is. Yeah, you know,
1: I, I was looking forward to getting into this because I know you've never fucking been there. So no, I've never been just... to Vegas.
0: Yeah, so tell me a little bit. Let's let's start off, but let's let talk about Andres' Vegas escapades. Keeping in mind that the statute of limitations on some crimes might be longer than you think it is.
1: Okay. Uh. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. It's just like you know, being so close to L.A. That's just a place you go to to just just cut loose, and it's honestly. It used to be one of my favorite places in the world. Now I probably loathe it a little bit. Uh, I just, I'm not into going to clubs anymore and I don't gamble. I do drink,
0: but it's just not worth it for me. No, I don't gamble. Part of the reason I'd be afraid to go to Vegas is because I do gamble. And I, in the small stakes gambling situations I've been in, I am bad at stopping. Um, (laughs) I I, I mean, I get addicted to anything I do. And so like, I do have like kind of like a worry, like... If I go to Vegas, I will. I might end up like Randy. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I've, it never, been, I've, I, I've never been
1: down. Yeah, I've never been, like, down in a casino or, like,
0: needing. Yeah, no.
1: I, yeah, would I think very that, much I think, just go to drink.
0: I think it depends if who I'm with. I'm imagining if I'm with people who, like, I, you know, want to hang out with, it's different. Like, uh, I imagine I could have self control if it was more about... a. And, and also, I, I'm. I'm I have a very low opinion of my ability to control myself. I think is the thing that I have realized. So I probably yeah. would be fine. But anyway, um, I do like to gamble quite a bit. Um, one last I, thing about yeah.
1: it. One last thing. Um, it's okay. At, at the worst, what's the what's the opposite of a
0: peak? At
1: the valley. Uh, Nadir. Yeah. Nadir. Whatever. Nader.
0: The, Nadir is like a name. Nadir.
1: Yeah. At that, like we used to go like fifteen people and stay in like a one bedroom suite in Vegas. It was the scummiest
0: time of all see the thing is i think that the big difference between me and almost everyone i know in the world is that like i just have never been through and probably never will go through a scummy phase like i I just think that like i just i just don't i just don't do anything (laughs) like that like i and and i'm kind of mad at myself because like those are the stories that are fun like i love listening to you know my dad's or my (laughs) uncle's or any person's stories about being scummy but it's just like you know uh like yeah, sometimes I, sometimes, when like my, sometimes when i hear right, like dad and his brothers tell stories about like you know debauchery and stuff and drinking and you know when they're in high school or whatever or, co- or you know college aged, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm laughing a lot and i sometimes would be like dad why did you have to like you know protect us and like raise us right why we don't have stories like this <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway. it's,
1: it's it's fun it's fun but uh Monk's going to have a fun story oh, do,
0: to tell. Oh, I said, don't get me wrong. I I, 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 I have plenty of debauchery in my lifetime, and by that I mean I've, you know... Uh, You've I'm snuck into a second life. movie. Th- a second movie. No, I've actually never done that even. I've that's never also, done that. That's mostly just because, like, I, I love going to the movies, but my brothers hate it. So the idea of getting them, when we were growing up especially, to go to one movie was almost impossible. The idea of getting them to stay in the movies for six hours <laughs> was, imp- was not going to happen. Anyway... So, Mr. Monk goes to Vegas. Um, we start off. A uh, friend, your 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 close personal friend, uh, James Brolin. Is that really him? Yeah, it's James Brolin, not Josh. Brolin, okay. It's James Brolin. No, no, no. I saw, and like he seemed familiar, but I was just
1: like, I don't know. I it's mean, he look. I mean, seems kind mean of beneath not, him. That just no offense. No,
0: it's, it's, the thing is, it's not. If you look, James <laughs> Brolin. No, James Brolin has guest starred on every single TV show ever made. All right, I, I swear to God, he. Uh, it is a phenomenon of the 21st century is that if you have had a TV show, James Brolin will guest star on it. Um, like I it, literally
1: don't even remember seeing him in most things. Like, okay.
0: this That's up, I'm exaggerating. But he was on Castle, Community, uh, The Defenders, Psych, uh, The West Wing, Law & Order, SVU. Okay. Wait, Monk.
1: Law & Order, SVU? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Literally none of those shows I ever saw. Like. Okay. Also, I am exaggerating, but my point being is that he, he would do guest star. You know, he's, I think that because Josh Brolin has become such a successful actor, I think people f- assume that his dad, like his dad was a big deal back in the day, but, you know, he's all, he doesn't really do anything other than be married to Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Okay. All right, yeah, fine. Anyways, yeah, my boy. What Daniel about boy, him? Boy. What's his character's name again? I didn't, for some reason, I didn't write that. I just kept writing Dan- Brolin. Dan- Daniel Thorne. Daniel Thorne, thank you. Uh, he's drinking some brandy out of, like, a snifter, which is, that's how you know he's classy. Um, I've never, uh, I, I've had brandy at a snifter once. Um, you swirl it around, it tastes exactly the same. Um, yeah. Yeah. No difference. Um, yeah, the, the fantasy from the snifter and from the bottle. Basically the same. Mm. A little Henrock. Um, mm. <laughs> I thought about when when the election was called, I thought about getting into Pennsylvania but I was like, no, that's just, there's no reason for me to wake up, to wake up with the worst hangover in the world. Like, I'm in a celebratory <laughs> time. Like, that would just be a dumb idea. It's like, why would I, people are celebrating the streets, why would I want to drink something that makes people fight people? Um, and so his wife is, you know, she's wearing a long scarf and she's saying like, we got, well, we're going to be late to this gathering or whatever. And you bought me this dress. They have a rich people relationship, you can tell. Um, yeah. And uh, some quick foreshadowing is that she's walking around with this gigantic scarf. It gets caught in a door, and, right? You know, and she says that it's her trademark, which is weird. Imagine if someone imagine if there was a socialite today who had a trademark, which was a scarf that like went down to their feet.
1: Um, I think Lenny Kravitz came
0: the closest to this. That's true, but I guess I guess if you saw Lenny Kravitz without the scarf, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's kind of weird he's not wearing the scarf. <laughs> no, man, I'm sorry. That picture makes me laugh every the thing is, time. The I, is, I got what you mean, but he, he wore that scarf once. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's on his trademark. Um, that's, I mean, it is to me now. Yeah, it's true. Um, do you remember when he had that show where he accidentally split the front of his pants open? No, oh, I do not. Uh, you, could, at, there, you could fully see, uh, you know, little Lenny. And it, it was a very funny moment. Um, anyway, uh, I remember there actually was a good place episode where uh, Chris Bell's character uses like a machine built to like go back in time and like look at memories and stuff. And there's just there's an offhand joke where it's like uh, she takes it off it's like oh I'm so sorry I just had to go back to a certain 2013 Lenny Kravitz concert for the front row. Um, anyway, it's great stuff. So. A no, I think that's not important in the moment. But comes is actually the final clue is that his wife says they're running late, and he she says about her earrings. Ah, I'll just wear these. Yeah, did you catch that at the beginning?
1: Yes, I did. I noticed. I yeah, definitely.
0: Were you ever ahead of this episode?
1: Um no. Uh, I I knew that the elevator panel at some point was going to come into yeah. play, but like I did not know the mechanics.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so they go down in the elevator. Um. It's a nice private elevator. I've never, I've never ridden on a private elevator personally. Um, seems like a cool thing to have. Adam, um, do you have any thoughts? I thought I thought you might. No. Okay. Uh, no, I mean like they, it's they an can't elevator. all be winners. My, t- my, <laughs> my 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 prompts can't all be winners. It's all good. Um, it's just an elevator, man. Yeah. No, but I guess like having an elevator that goes right into your house. I mean, that's that's like I don't know what it is. That, aesthetically, I like that a lot. Um, I guess
1: because I've never had to use an elevator to go to my house, ever. I mean,
0: I wish I have, because I, I, this is my second apartment where I'm on the fourth floor. And I would well, that's what much, I'm
1: saying, though. Yeah. That's why you want an elevator badly. Yeah.
0: Well, no, also because, like, you know what, what's really cool is in New York, There's have you ever ridden on an express elevator before?
1: Uh, no. What? It's basically
0: in buildings that are tall they'll oh, have yeah. elevators that, oh, that go, uh, skip a bunch of floors but like for example the viacom building um it's not all viacom but the viacom building in uh midtown manhattan has like four elevator banks and each one only goes to, like 30 floors like one to 30 then 30 through 60 and so like if you're on the top one you're flying for like 90 floors straight it is unbelievable um you feel like superman anyway no um how about on the no. way down no, because it's it's they're pretty good at uh, these elevator. Some are pretty good at like getting the speed right where it doesn't you don't get that sinking feeling. Anyway, uh, just to transition out of this, I will quote uh, the line from the two thousand two film Mister Deeds, where Mister Deeds asks the elevator attendant, "What's being an elevator attendant like?" And he says, "It has its ups and downs." Anyway, so uh, Roland and his wife, his wife, quote unquote, get off of the elevator, and. <laughs> But, is it the ups and downs? <laughs> no, I like the quote-unquote. Um, quote oh, yeah. I mean, the thing I actually don't like is, I, I actually looked at it, I, I think the actress who plays his wife is playing the wife in this scene, and I don't like that. I wish that they were placed and you had to figure it out yourself, but I think that's the same actress. Uh, uh, okay, is it? Okay, I, I wasn't sure. At least, I mean, according to the Amazon X-Ray, it says, but maybe they could be wrong. Um, it doesn't really matter that much, but basically, they forgot the tickets. Um, right. But
1: hold on. Didn't this happen in a
0: previous episode? Yes, it did. But the thing is, this one actually was two different actresses, though. Because in Mr. Monk and the Airplane, it was the same actress. Um, And in this one, it's two different actresses. Which, as you know, one of my big pet peeves is that in real life, the two people who are not related, who look the most similar, do not look identical. There's no one who is not related who looks identical. It's stupid when any time anyone's like, oh, my God, this person just happens to act exactly re- uh, resemble this person. That's never happened. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. Anyway, that's, you know, my, wow. that's, I hate it so much. Because it's like Mike Tomlin and Omar Epps probably look more similar than any other two people in the world. But if they were standing next to each other, you would know that they were two different people. But in TV, it's like, oh, my God, this actor can play two different people because they they look so similar. Give me Let some you know. names.
1: Give me some names. Give me some names. What do you mean? An example.
0: Of what of a person uh, playing too uh, much this phenomenon that you're talking I mean, about? Well, it, I mean, in Mr. Monk in the airplane, the woman, the actress plays both the wife and the woman who looks similar to her. That she replaces. Um, okay. Uh, let me think. Okay. That uh, what else? Um, I mean, there's a million different examples. I, I, it's just it's a very it's a trope in TV where I mean, there's actually even a Monk episode at some point where it comes up, but the not here. Okay. Or, anyway. Okay. I've gone on too long. I I'm wasting my tangent time front loading it. Um, So, yeah, yeah, you take over for now because I've talked too much. Uh, They forget the tickets.
1: Yeah, they forget the tickets. So, um, and, you know, the guy's looking for it, Daniel Thorne. Clearly he's searching for the tickets, right? Mm -hmm. But he concludes that he doesn't have them. So she says she's going to go up and get them. Mm -hmm. So, sure enough, she gets in and I guess leaves a little bit of it out yeah, does the, that happen yeah that. Happens. i
0: mean say the scarf because leaves a little bit of it out could be she goes mm-hmm. in and leaves a little bit of it out is not great not great. yeah okay no
1: she leaves yeah her scarf gets caught and she leaves like a little bit in the yeah. elevator path gets or whatever caught. yeah and it gets caught and so apparently on the way up while this is all happening like the guy upstairs like uh, the cook guy is he the one that hears her screaming or who hears no her well, no screaming? they
0: hear her screaming downstairs
1: Okay yeah So like you hear her screaming Like no help And like she calls her husband's name Or some shit like that mm-hmm. And then And then when she gets to the top floor The cook discovers she's dead mm-hmm. and Yeah credits mm-hmm.
0: Yeah and I assume you see the credits You're so, like this seems like an open and shut case She clearly was strangled Why you, is it just gonna be uh, the, Are the next 40 minutes Just gonna be like a song and dance number That's what you're thinking right
1: Yeah and also I was like Just hoping to god it wasn't gonna be like that scene From Final Destination 2 with the elevated
0: decapitation, uh. we've we've discussed this in the last episode that uh, I've only seen Fantastic Edition three, and by that I've only seen like actually like a uh, half hour of it. I've seen the t- I've seen actually three of the murders. I've seen the the classic the tanning booth murder, which is I mean iconic. I uh-huh. the murder where it's like the truck rolls down the hill really slowly, and by the then yeah, and uh-huh. then the one with the swords hanging over the uh, weightlifting uh, bench, uh, right? Anyway. Uh, so, and also, I want I to point out, I watched it, like, 12 years ago, and I still, like, have that bird on It's in my vivid, vivid. Yeah, they're very vivid murders. So, anyway, uh, Monk gets woken up by phone call. Yep. And it's, it, it is, and I'm not saying this ironically, your close personal friend, Leland Stottlemyre. Um, and yeah, he's plastered, baby. Uh-huh. And he is, he's ranting and raving. He's got some news. What, what does he gotta tell Monk?
1: Uh, there's been a murder in Las Vegas, and... And uh Stott knows who would, who did it. Mhm. Right? Mhm. Yeah. And he tells he tells Monk, he's like, You need to get over here, like we can I have the answer, you need to help me out, blah blah blah. And you know, Monk doesn't put up too much of a fight,
0: you know, to his No, because it's Stott. It's Yeah, I know,
1: I know. But like getting on a plane, I'm assuming he didn't drive or maybe. Uh, no, they, like, well, he they he probably did up.
0: drive. They probably did drive. I can't imagine that they took a plane.
1: Fuck man, that's like oh my god, that's like eight no, it's like nine hours.
0: Yeah, it's not great, but uh, you got to do what you got to do when you're Monk. Yeah, it anyway, so they show up. They get to the inside the, the casino. Natalie uh, and Monk show up. Yes, Natalie and Monk show up. And Natalie reveals that she lived in Las Vegas for two years, which I feel like is just like a, you know, that wants our best statement that raises a lot of questions. <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't know. How, yeah, okay, fine. But, um... No, I, I mean, I wasn't surprised. And when, when she said she was a blackjack dealer, I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I can kind of see it. it makes sense
0: mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, um, I guess no, there are, there are p- plenty of innocent ways to live in Vegas for two years as a young adult. But like I said, it raises a lot of questions. Um,
1: we get no answers.
0: Yeah, well, though, we, we get answers, but it's kind of like, um, it's, it's just like a red flag where it's like, oh, okay, you just decided to live in Vegas? for two years i'll tell i'll tell you i wh- oh, mean no no I'm not gonna no no, it. no. keep it he stays in vegas i i'm i'm a messy messy person but i i want to save you from yourself okay thank you, so thank you. they show so we see inside of the hotel room that stonmeyer's in and it's stonmeyer disher a bunch of other cops and they are i thought i was watching the hangover for a second i mean they are so hungover I, we've all been there um, I think this is what inspired the guys
1: to do The Hangover. To it might have been.
0: Um, no one had ever had a hangover before. And, I, you know, Todd Phillips was watching Monk. And he's like, wow, I have this idea for uh, a movie that will almost instantly age poorly because we use slurs in it. Um, so yeah, pretty insane how quickly that got bad. Anyway, um, yeah. so they're knocking on the door. And Stoudemire, he can't find his pants. he threw them out the window. Um, which, I didn't think that windows like that would open, but fine. Uh, no, yeah, they're not supposed to. No. Um, and uh, he's like, who invited Monk? Which I love. Um, yeah. They-
1: and the cops do the whole round table now that no one did. And obviously we we know that Stoudemire did, and uh what's it called uh natalie she, like forces her way in because i mean they it a long
0: trip you want to put and, your yeah, feet up she, a little bit you're like, in vegas she, yeah i gotta you gotta rest your dogs a little bit um yeah. that she and she's like you call them which you know uh and apparently this was larry finnegan's bachelor party um right. and there, were, there were strippers but don't worry all the married men went down the hall um, oh, yeah, no, I mean, you know about the stereotype, like right, where cops always cheat on their wives? Uh, yes, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I don't know if there's any, there's there's so many groups of people who famously cheat on their wives, but yeah, cops definitely cheat on their wives. <laughs> um, do you, also, thought, I, I, do, do you yeah, think Stott did? Do I think he cheated on her? No. Do I think he enjoyed the stripper more than uh, Karen would be comfortable with? Yes. Yeah, fair. But I think that there's, I, I, I'm actually pretty... Uh, I, I have a pretty strict definition of what cheating is, and I'll be honest with you, I think that among people who have similarly left political views to me, I'm probably very far to the right on what I consider adultery. But I think that enjoying a stripper, I wouldn't necessarily say is adultery. But if you're unclear with your partner about it, then I think it could be iffy. Is, yeah. that, is that fair? Anyway. That's fair, I think. Um, So, he's really not happy to know that he called Monk, but he's like, whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Randy, he's... Doing so well, man. He's flying high. Yeah. He's $8,000 up. And it's not just Randy. Oh, Okay, Randy's a gambling genius. He came up with all this stuff by himself. No, he didn't. He's got a system.
1: Dude. Okay, also, side note. Like, there's probably, like, maybe 10 out of every 1,000 people in Las Vegas look just like Randy Disher.
0: Oh, my God. His fit in this episode with the, the uh, dude—it's untucked button-down shirt with, like, the top three buttons not buttoned. Is and the blue un- cut jeans. Unbelievable. Like, true sleazebag Vegas shit. Like, yeah. It's true. Like, I, That's Atlantic City shit. That, like, truly, it's a, it's like, he might as well wear a t-shirt that says, creating a hostile work environment for cocktail waitresses. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. unbelievable <laughs> stuff from Randy. <laughs> Randy, I mean, he's just getting fits off every episode, though. That's the thing. Um, yeah, I just need him to wear more hats. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. Randy started wearing hats. Um, like his imdb or his wikipedia photo yeah exactly shouts to hats i mean i'm i personally can't pull off any hats because my head is massive i don't know if you saw it, <laughs> the person on twitter called me a boxhead did you see that i did not but i assume that's why your twitter name is yeah like i changed jake my twitter box name Heads. to jake boxhead christie because i made a joke about uh i just made a joke r- referencing about you know trump telling his sports to inject bleach and someone said uh hey boxhead don't make it don't <laughs> joke about people harming themselves or whatever and did he call you a beta? No, he didn't. And he, then he did the thing, the other thing people <laughs> do on Twitter where, and I've done this before, where you take the person's profile photo and send it back to them. Like, just be like, look, you're ugly. He did that to me, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. My head's massive. What's your point? Um, but, yeah, so it's box head. Um, i got a box head. It's true. Like, the thing is, almost, I'm an incredibly sensitive person. Almost anything you can make fun of me about, I'll be hurt. The size of my head, though, I it's so obvious like I can't like it's like oh, yeah fine whatever <laughs> I I I've worn hats before I know how big my head is anyway. What size what size what size I actually I actually can fit into the regular hat but it like I need to like stretch it out a lot no, i like a fit it a fitted hat Yeah a fitted hat yeah 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 I mean I What do you yeah, mean a regular? What?
1: There's sizes like 7 and a quarter Yeah seven yeah exactly and a half?
0: So I, I, I 7 and 3 eighths, which is the standard size I normally wear but it's tight um uh but yeah so seven and a half that's not that bad yeah it's not that bad but i guess thing is i think i think that like just my head as a whole like the whole the whole enterprise is big um anyway we're putting we're putting out this uh the zoom session out no please don't um because i'm in such a position where i have a definitely have a double chin um anyway uh it's true i I, i'm slouched so anyway um this system yeah dishes is system and then this is where they tell Stoudemire, like, hey, you said that Daniel Thorne murdered his wife.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: they go down to the elevator where she was killed. And Stalmeyer has a memory. He talked to someone. And he remembered. What does he remember about the person he talked to?
1: Oh, man. You're going to have to yeah, gonna take this
0: one. And, no, it's very easy. They were either a man oh, or a woman. So it wasn't a child. So it wasn't a child. It could have been.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So he didn't know shit. Mm-hmm.
1: Can I mean, talk? like yeah, go yeah.
0: No, no I go. just no. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay, okay. So they talk to this bellhop who's way too enterprising. Um, I don't like this yeah. guy at all. He turns out <laughs> not to actually be a bad guy, but like, no, I just don't trust him. Um, he's a snitch. He's also. a snitch. He's a snitch. He's a sleaze. He's an like, opportunist. He, he's an op. Exact. Oh, absolutely. He's the type of person who you know would kick you off if you were climbing a ladder together. He'd kick you off to get above you. You know, just uh. That's the guy, guy from Homeland, though. He's good in Homeland. Uh, Okay. I only watched, like, the first, like, seven episodes of Homeland. Um, Couldn't really get behind uh, the main character. I was kind of just like, Uh this woman should not be responsible for anything. She's unbalanced. Why does she have any responsibilities?
1: She hides it well.
0: Does she? (laughs) Solid point. (laughs) Anyway. um, And so, basically, the thing that they realized is that she was definitely alone when she went in the elevator. Which, I think, is the most important thing. Like, if she couldn't have been murdered... Um, and, uh, so they, and the the thing is, the elevator has a thumbprint scanner where you need to use your thumbprint in order to go up in the elevator. Correct. And it was her thumbprint. But But it was, like, from a
1: weird, weird, weird angle, like, Mm. almost like it was upside down. Like, Uh uh-huh. Like, not how you normally would do it. So, Mm. what's the deal with that?
0: Yeah. You know, you know that, like, the thumbprint scanners on, like, phones and stuff, they need heat... Behind them, which is just part of the way it's the red. But I also imagine it's so like you can't do that with the dead body. Not that that would apply in this case, because she was dead for a short enough period of time where uh, right her body you can was still use the wound, it. But still, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, they also noticed that there's a fingernail embedded in the like leather, labeling, the leather around the leather, the leather upholstery. Hair. Yes, the upholstery. Um, and that was too far away to reach with she was using <clears> just the scarf. I mean, there's just clues all over the place. Right. But the problem is they don't amount to anything. That's like that's the whole thing. Is that they just kind of are, but none of the, that's all circumstantial evidence, you know?
1: Right. But uh, but yeah, no, Monk. Monk knows we have a murder on our hands. Mm-hmm.
0: And we cut to uh, our friend Daniel giving a speech about a hospital being opened. And during yeah. the scene, I I actually thought like, is he supposed to be Trump? That, oh, yeah. I don't think so. Ultimately, but there's definitely some of that in there. Because, like, when they talk about, like... Because his, 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 he kind of doing a little bit of a New York accent for no real reason. And, like, I, I, I just kind of got a little bit. Not a ton. But, like, if you think about 2005, five six, like, Trump is just a bombastic guy who owns casinos and uh, hotels. So, like... Was this before the reality show? No, it was
1: during. Oh, okay. So I can I, honestly say I never liked that
0: show. I never liked him. I can I, honestly say that... I watched the first four seasons and had the first season on DVD. I'm not proud of myself, but uh, Damn. it was a fun show. Yeah, one of uh, my friends owns his book, The Art of the Deal. Yeah, I remember that. Um, He's not my friend anymore. Yeah, I remember that there was. Uh, I think I watched the first four or five seasons. I remember because I, I watched. I remember the, the last season I watched was one where the winner was this guy. I think his name is Randall. And I remember that. Uh, Did No. That. Trump asked him in the boardroom if he was gay, and um, Randall said that he wasn't comfortable answering that. And then, like, and then he ended up winning. And I kind of was, in hindsight, I'm like, I guarantee you the producer's like, you have to make Randall win because the fact you asked him that, and he said he wasn't comfortable answering, and the answer was, like, ended up being yes. Like, if you don't pick him, then it's going to be a nightmare. Anyway, um, so. Wow. I mean, uh, this that's just completely speculation, but I really am, in terms of people, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt to. It's like Satan and then him in that order. <laughs> um, so, Monk notices when he's taught when Brolin's making speech, he says that he didn't love her. And this is not Monk being Rain Man. He just knows he knows it in his bones.
1: Yeah. It's not, you can't describe it. Uh, you know, as a guy who loved his wife, he knows when someone don't, like, don't love their wife. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, Monk ends up through a dumb sequence of events getting his hands yes. on uh, Brolin's coat, and uh-huh. Natalie's poking around in it. And I think that this is a definitely... I, I like that they face this head-on rather than doing the Sharona thing where Sharona will just randomly go up to like young guys and flirt with them, where when yeah. asked why she can do that, because she says, because I'm cute. Which, yeah. you know what, in terms of the world, fair. That's a fair yeah. point. Yeah, no. I mean, the only thing that was going through
1: my mind was like, God, I hope this doesn't become like an important clue because that shit is inadmissible
0: as fuck. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. I mean, the thing about Monk is that almost everything they discover is inadmissible, um, because they're not officers of the law. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but everything they discover after the fact, or that they help the other people discover. Well, yeah.
0: The thing, the thing is, and the thing that works about Monk, and also with Psych, which is a similar problem, not problem, uh, is that in the way Because the shows don't actually care that much about the court proceedings, clearly all the evidence that Monk discovers ends up just being a probable cause for a search later. And they end up finding the smoking gun. You know what I mean? Usually right. it's like, we get, this piece of evidence he finds allows them to search. Anyway. Um, so they end up asking Brolin for a minute of his time. And, uh, you know, he says that... Monk says that all this doesn't add up. And he... Points out that they found the tickets in his pocket, which big oversight, man. Like that's it's been a week. Yeah. Wait, has it been a week?
1: Yeah. Okay, I hadn't noticed that that was a timeline of it, but yeah, no, absolutely. This guy, like every everything else, was like a pretty good or like it worked out for whatever reason,
0: but this was yeah. Like, don't get me, me wrong. If I were to go to my winter jackets and look through the pockets, will there, be, will there be things from last winter? Absolutely. But I'm not a rich real estate mogul who killed his wife, you know? Right. But you know what? The house, it always wins. We'll get to that. Also, you're wearing a jacket right now. Is there anything in there that's more than a week old? No. Nah. Damn, that's crazy. I'm not even a
1: day. Problem.
0: I always empty my pockets when I get home. I'm bad. I mean, I, I empty my jeans pockets when I get home, but my coat like, ah, whatever. Um, but I
1: get it in New York at least. Like you're coming, you're if you're wearing your coat, you usually went somewhere and it was like a fucking mission. And then you get back to your apartment, you climb like five fucking flights of stairs, and then you just get up there and you just want to take it off and get the, get it over with. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really want to, have to go through the rigor rigmarole. Yeah, but the th- I'll, I'll be
0: honest with you. When I get in my room, the same thing is true about my pants. I don't know if i team take off your pants in your room by yourself. So like it, it does I get what you're saying, but hey, there's really no reason I shouldn't take the stuff out if I'm doing that with my pants anyway. Um, yes. that was just too much information, but you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. Um, you know, I, I'm in the privacy of my own home. Anyway. Jake, Jake Disher. Jake Disher, exactly. Um, and so Brolin says to him, oh monk, why don't you relax? Gamble. I don't gamble. Drink. I don't drink. We have this in common. Also another thing, by the way, that it could be Trump because Trump famously doesn't gamble or drink, which is so bizarre. It's crazy he doesn't drink, because everything else... About he doesn't drink? He doesn't, because his, his older brother was an alcoholic who died, I, forget, I think, of either cirrhosis or... He Cir- died... Yeah, he either died of cirrhosis or in a drunk driving accident. He died because of alcohol, and he took it as a sign of weakness, so he doesn't drink, which is nuts, because he has every personality trait of an alcoholic otherwise. Well, he uh, he's, he just seems like he's drunk all the time. He's, um, on a little probably, but anyway, that's yeah. uh, I said probably, so it's not illegal. So anyway, um... Monk is leading Stammer through the casino later. Basically trying to get it's like to jog his memory. Um they stumble on Randy and uh <sighs> bad news. Not now. so not so bad right now. Not so bad right now. He's down what is he down uh, a couple hundred dollars eight, I think? Eight bills. Eight bills. Yeah. Uh, That's a lot for me. Like I would be yeah. crying. Uh yeah. I but, uh, yeah. I would not be uh I think the strategy, what I've been told when you go gambling is you have to have a amount of money limit that you're willing to spend and you can't get any more. And, uh, yeah. Someone should have told or that.
1: Yeah, I think mine would probably be like $300.
0: Yeah, right now. And even mine, then, I would never, yeah.
1: I would probably lose 100 and then stop just and be like, nope.
0: No, I, I, mine would probably be like $250, and I would absolutely spend all of it, which is not good, but it is the truth. Um, anyway, uh, so they end up finding a bar that Steinmeier remembers and, uh, boy, does the bar remember him.
1: Yeah. No, I've, you, he went, you went buck wild last night. Yeah. Well,
0: ha, have you ever been in a situation like this where, uh, you're greeted with people celebrating something you don't remember doing? Yeah. A lot actually.
1: Um, from like the age of 23 through like 27 probably. Damn. at the peak?
0: I, yeah. I've never, I've had, there, I've been told things that I did that I don't remember doing but they're all, thankfully never really outside of my own home. And, Have you ever uh, been kicked out of a bar? No, no. Um, as far as I know. Um, <laughs> okay, kidding. come on. I've no. gotten
1: kicked out of uh, like one of like this like trashiest bars in Hollywood. It was called the drawing. No, not the drawing room. Uh, Happy endings. Mm. It's right across like the Hollywood High School, and uh, yeah, I got kicked out of there on St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. for peeing on a urinal.
0: Damn. Like, not in it. Damn, that's not good. Yeah, no, I've, uh, because the times I've drank the most have been e- at my home or someone else's home because, like, that's, I don't, you know, it's easier to get super drunk when you're not paying for the drinks each one at a time. Um Fine. I mean, I, I, you know, but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. There's only one time where I can't say with all certainty I wasn't kicked out of a bar where I'm, like, 99% tried I tried get, get out, but I, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember leaving the bar, so what I can't say. in New it was, York? Uh, it was in Jersey, but yeah, anyway. All right. Anywho. Um, so basically, we learned that Steinmeier won the karaoke contest. Um, yeah, and, he
1: was singing Ain't No Sunshine.
0: And so basically, this barfly who's sitting next to him, I forget her name, but she's credited as it's like, I think it's like Linda or something. If it's Linda, it's Linda the Barfly, is how the actress is credited, which is great. Um, I was wondering so, why you used that word. Yeah. She says that she'll tell Steinmeier what he said to her. If he sings "Ain't No Sunshine" again, because she thought it was so beautiful. Yeah, and uh, and, well, let me say, what kind of person is in a bar at two, after two AM, and then is in that bar again at like middle afternoon?
1: (laughs) So you've never been to Vegas? (laughs) Oh, really? Okay, that happens a lot. (laughs) There's a lot of locals that will do that. I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, that's true. I actually have once heard a story where um, when I was in. I was back home in my home hometown in uh, New York, and I was hanging out with a bunch of my friends from elementary school and stuff, um, a re- couple Christmases ago. And they were all back at home af- after 2021 for like the second time, and like so they were going to like the local like county bars. And there's one bar I forget what it's called, but it is open eight a.m. to four a.m., which is insane. And that's they were a place there...
1: I know a place like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: And they were there at like. Three thirty, in the morning, and a guy was who's at the end of the bar the whole night. He was like halfway through his beer. He took a coaster, put it on top, and left. And the bartender, when they asked, said, "Yup, he'll be back for that at eight a.m."
1: Which is nuts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is just true degenerate shit. Like, uh, what? <laughs> like, I mean, uh, it's the if you think about it for more than five seconds, it's sad. So let's move on. Anyway, yeah, Um but <laughs> you'll. <laughs> what <laughs> wow I hope to never see that
1: ever oh in my god life.
0: that's the, I don't know why it's one of my bad one of my problems is I can empathize and like be sensitive to almost any issue but why don't you see just true degenerate behavior I can't help but laugh anyway <laughs> um so we singing it and I got the feeling tell me if I'm wrong I feel like Ted Levine probably can sing and he's I if, think he was holding back a little yeah, bit yeah cause he's not he's like doing a lot of, he's like cutting himself off a lot and he's doing like a also, the thing is, what people is every actor when they're coming up in acting school had to do musicals, so every actor can sing a little bit. Like that's kind of the rule, you know.
1: Okay.
0: I mean, you say that you don't like you don't believe me, but I, I'm like, that's no, no, I'm no, I, I, no I, I'm giving you the benefit of that. I don't fucking know these things. Yeah, um, and so he's singing it. Um, he's not giving enough, though. Like I get that he's embarrassed, but like he's got to get a little more than that. Yeah, but that old lady is kind of being a pervert. Oh, absolutely. She wants to see his ass. Yeah.
1: We didn't get to see Scott's
0: tots. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, but no, I'll be honest. With you, I was going to say that there's not much, you know, I'm a big time living guy. There's not really much to look at there. Like, I don't understand what her thing is. Um, yeah. You know, uh, he's gifted in other ways. But anyway, she tells him what he said. And all he said is they don't match. What? What doesn't match? I mean, that's the question, isn't it? And he's pissed. Because, like, you made me sing Ain't No Sunshine because of that?
1: Yep. And, uh, yeah, and that's pretty much it. And she off? Wait, no, she didn't offer anything, but she wants him to do it again because she just loves Correct. the
0: way he sings. Yes. Um, <sighs> yeah, it's uh, not great. Um, so, um, basically, we then cut to see Natalie goes back over this bellhop and... She is fully uh turning on the charm um mm-hmm. and the, I don't know this is definitely so there's some underlying bias of mine, but for some reason, I'm a lot less offended when Natalie does it than when Sharona does it um uh <laughs> I don't know why but uh, uh you know. is
1: it because is it because we haven't seen her date anyone yet?
0: no, I think it's because um like. Shrona just, her energy is generally just, like, she just doesn't seem like uh, a nice person. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, like, like whenever she's, like, you know, flirting with, like, a 20-something behind, like, a counter, it's like, what is she doing? Like, she's just manipulating this poor guy. Or, like, Natalie, like, seems inherently nice, where it's like, okay, you know, she's, she's not trying to be a deliberate, I don't know. There's something going on. Uh, anyway. But my point okay. being that she asked to, for him to switch out Monk's light bulbs because um, he needs 60 watt light bulbs exactly
1: are 60 watt? are those like super bright or are they like dim i don't know i think they're
0: super i actually don't know um and That's fine. uh and yeah so she basically's like in you know the bellhop's trying to brag to her because you know she's cute and uh, and
1: she catches she catches him reading a book written by uh,
0: the casino owner slash his boss once again also easy could be trump because it's i mean in the book the other yeah, ones, yeah you
1: know what now you're starting to convince me
0: like i don't think it's i think it's got a light implication rather than like an evocation um, yeah so basically when natalie shows back up i'm these scenes are intercut together which is why i went one by one she shows yeah. up when stammers done doing karaoke and says basically that she found out that Daniel Thorne has a mistress. Because um, mm-hmm. of course he does. Teresa Telenko. Teresa Telenko. Classic. I said a, da- a dancer.
1: A dancer from like a, another casino or something. And I'm sorry, I automatically thought you were talking about like a stripper
0: or something. Yeah, I did too. But uh, yeah, she's actually a dancer. Um, that's another red flag, by the way. If someone says a job is just a dancer. Not that there's anything wrong with... But if they say the euphemism that they're a dancer, it's like, oh, okay. you know. Yeah. So, the, I think that this, this scene on Mixed On, I think it's generally funny when Monk can't watch the, pra- the practice for these dancers because, as he says, they're naked-ish. Which, they're not that he's naked, a, actually.
1: Not at all. But he's like a never-nude weirdo, like,
0: uh, what's it called? Pil- uh, Puritan about that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, and so, uh, he can't... Uh, be, at this time, also, Natalie points out that Randy's not done 4K, K. Which is uh, Oof, not great. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, that's horrible. I it, mean, yeah. I would be, oh
0: my god, like, what do you do? What do you do if you're down that much, man? Cops don't make that much money. No, they don't. But as we find out, he's going to be down a lot more than that. But anyway, uh, Natalie apparently used to gamble. Um, yeah. So that's how she knows. But anyway, they talk to Teresa, and Monk is not looking at her um, at all. Yeah, he's not looking
1: at her, but in a way, he's looking right through her cuz he's got he's got he's got a feeling some some funny business is mm-hmm. uh, is going on with 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 obviously uh, Daniel Thorne and with her like he thinks that she's in some way involved but he doesn't really let that part on of it yet but he does eventually say that I think oh no wait well he asked her like she called in sick yes. that night apparently right mhm yeah she called in sick that night and he was just like oh like well, that's interesting and she mentions that she was actually sick Mm-hmm. And she's been sick Or something Yeah I don't remember How many days she's been sick But apparently Her alibi checked out Or mm-hmm. Yeah
0: And she says Look me in the eye If you're gonna accuse me Of something like that And so right. he puts his hands In front of her breasts And looks her in the eye And Like okay, her, okay
1: Phrase that a little differently He has like his hands Like in, front of, her hands eyes, in front of He puts his hands In front of his eyes
0: To cover her breasts Yes Yeah you, Everyone's seen the episode They know um, Alright And then he looks away from her And says He's smart But I'm smarter which is, of course, funny because, uh, you know, it's, he's not, he's looking at no one. Um. All right. Yeah. Uh, and then we get back to the elevator. The elevator of death. Yeah. And Natalie apparently used her cuteness again to get the bellhop to, uh, go on an errand to get a special shampoo. Um. Yep. Which, you know, you know what, she's got nice hair, so, like, maybe she doesn't need a special shampoo, I don't know
1: yeah so then uh they you know it always goes into like one of my favorite things to watch like on a tv show dealing with crime i love reenactments i like to see what gets them taken i like to Mm -hmm. see yeah i like to see that process so Mm -hmm. i always enjoy that kind
0: of thing. i do want to point out by the way that natalie says that her cuteness is a gift and then monk says and a curse and she says no just a gift which is of course you know the running theme um so they recreate the scene and natalie does not want to be the murder victim Monk says Sharona was always the murder victim. And she rightfully was like, that does, has no bearing on whether I'm going to be the murder victim. Um, yeah. And so Monk ends up being the murder victim. And uh, wouldn't you know it, that as they're recreating, he's putting the scarf around his neck. Uh, Daniel happens to be in the top floor calling the elevator. Um, I mean, it, it makes sense. He lives there. Yeah, in... yeah it, it really short a uh, misguided plan by them. Like, that could have happened any time.
1: Yeah, they should have like been watching him to see if he ever left mm-hmm. the area and then done
0: it then. Yeah. Uh so um they They uh, noticed they the, notice they notice the, like the, the
1: first thing they notice is the hatch, mm-hmm. which, you know, it seems like the really obvious play and it seems like mm-hmm. and it ends up kind of being or no, it ends up being like a major part of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um but if you can keep in mind is it's not as simple as she was murdered by someone in the hatch. Um Right. Because that, that wouldn't be possible because um, she was found, like, alone and all that. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. so uh, he ends up getting strangled, Monk, as the scarf gets caught. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Natalie's uh, cutting it, cutting the scarf with a knife. Um, but he basically ends up making it all the way up to the top. and
1: But they're caught red handed
0: Yeah. Now, the thing is, if Daniel didn't murder his wife, this would be super fucked up to stumble upon. <laughs> right No right Of
1: course But like uh, It would be fucked did. up
0: But he knew it
1: Like mm. he knew that That's what they were Like that they were Investigating So he's not that surprised No yeah.
0: Now this scene I don't know if you noticed You had to have Has a terrible green screen Just Oh yeah stuff.
1: Oh okay Yeah yeah I was gonna say that But I'm just like eh, I don't know if I want to No it's cause the show Doesn't it. use
0: a ton of green screen So it's like It's so obvious
1: Yeah yeah It's pretty bad
0: Um, And Yeah
1: And so he mentions Like he starts like Obviously you know Continuing with his interrogation, and he and he mentions like well, though, He key. he
0: tries to continue with the interrogation. He's still... oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah that's right. He is like squeaking or not squeaking, but like gruffing his way through it. Mm-hmm. And I think the main thing here is like he mentions that they 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 heard her screaming for help mm-hmm. when clearly Monk, having difficulty speaking, mm-hmm. couldn't have... And he mentioned that when he was going through that, like, he couldn't speak at all. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, she couldn't have died from that. Yeah. Like, that That seems a little weird.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's the thing. You can't scream for help when you're being strangled because you're being strangled. If you could scream for help, you'd be able to breathe.
1: Right. Big exactly.
0: oversight from, uh, from Daniel and Teresa. Um, yeah. So, basically... You know, this is where then Daniel goes into full threatening mode It's like, I love my wife. And then he picks up yeah, a I paper. A
1: DT, I just wrote DT acts like a cock.
0: Yep, he does. He uh, picks up a paper that printed a photo of his dead wife being dead uh, in her deadness and um, deceased. And he says that he, you know, he asked not to run this. And he bought the majority stake in this company and fired the editor, fired the photographer and fired the publisher. Um, and then he says, what well, you brought up earlier, what they say in Vegas.
1: The house always wins.
0: Now, I remember I, when I was a kid, I was really confused by this because I never heard that phrase before because I was like 10. And I'm like, but that's, they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Like, Because at the time, this is when those commercials were really big. And I'm like, they the the phrase like because he's like they have a saying around here and i'm like my mind is like oh they're definitely gonna say what happens to vegas stays in vegas because that's the phrase to say in vegas and then when the house always wins it's like i guess yeah it but. was kind of yeah it was kind of a letdown it was also i think that i think what happens to vegas stays in vegas definitely was a big 2000s thing because they had all those commercials and stuff um and then they had obviously the uh ashton kutcher cameron diaz vehicle um do you remember that film um, is that, uh, Showgirls? No, uh, that's Elizabeth Berkley, Kyle MacLachlan, but, uh, Cameron, D- and Gina Berchon. I'm kidding. Cameron Diaz and Ashton Kutcher. Uh, oh, it's called What Happens in Vegas? Yeah, exactly, that's what I said. No, I, saw I never saw, I never, no, okay. I never saw it either. But you remember what yeah. it was about, they get married in Vegas, and then they get sentenced to, like, 80 days hard marriage, and you know what they find out? They love each other. Never saw it. Um. I might watch it tonight. I, that's just, yeah, come on. <laughs> Um,
1: I'm on like number ninety-five right now. I need really. I'm so
0: far behind. I stopped because the whole election week I wasn't watching movies. Um, I, yeah, wasn't yeah, I, series, gotta, I wasn't either. World Series. I wasn't either. I got to. I got to start doing two days. Um. Anyway. Where are you at? Uh, I'm like I'm in like the high sixties. It's a problem. Okay. But I'll get there. I I'm fine. Uh. Anyway. All so, right. Randy's way in over his head. He's down thirty-five k. Um. God. Um, God. <laughs> you look like, he's, like, he got a loan. His, he, like, took that down payment for his mom's new condo. Like, he is in bad straits. I mean, is that possible? Did the casino lend you money? I imagine so. Why wouldn't they? It's uh, free money for them. It's probably yeah, a crazy interest rate. It's probably like, yeah, just
1: you know. So what happens? Like casinos get a ton of income from charging people. Like every I'm, month, they
0: must. I don't know. I I, I, I guess I like I'm just none. not aware of this being a thing. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it isn't, but like they, it, he says, it is. They just um, break your fucking legs or something. Yeah, that seeing Randy in this episode, it makes it very clear how people, uh, you know, get murdered over gambling that's Really, because he's just really, uh, he's in a really, really, really bad way. um but Monk is catching on. He yeah. knows what to do, and he, uh, you know, there's he-
1: no chance they would have let him play this long. Like judging by how he was looking at everything previously, yes. like where was the pit boss at?
0: Yeah. Now the problem is, it it isn't against the rules to remember the cards. Is the thing, but yeah, uh, counting cards is not. No. Um, but he's if he if you just happen to be able to remember the order of the cards, like there's nothing you can do about that. Um, also, Counter Card is fun fact, not actually illegal. Uh, against the rules of all, but it's technically not an illegal thing to do. Uh, right, that's why you don't get arrested for doing it, you just get kicked out. Yes. Uh, I know that because I have seen the 2009 film 21 I knew it. twice. I knew it. What? Yeah. Well, you're I not, knew a big, happen. not a big Jim Sturgis head? i never seen it. Never seen it. God, I can't believe that they thought Jim Sturgis was going to happen.
1: Isn't your boy Kevin Spacey in there?
0: Oh, fuck. I did Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yes! Yes, he is. Uh, and Larry Fishburne's in that. Kate Bosworth. Um, anyway, so, uh, basically, Monk remembers the cards. And we then cut, so Randy Yang dragged away. And, um, you know, he's like, I don't know what happened, man. The book. It told me, to, like, how does Randy not realize the book isn't helping?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the book was written by uh, Daniel Thorne also. Mm-hmm. Like, on
0: some reverse jinx shit. Like, a thing about anything like that is, generally, if there's any book or seminar that tells you the tricks of the trade of something that is publicly available, it's a lie. Because if it actually right. really helped you, no one would tell you about it. Everybody right. would, And everybody would no win. Would do, if, exactly. Yeah. Yep, that's why when I make get bets, I use nothing but the good old gut, and that's why I am terrible at sports gambling. Uh, thank God I don't live in New Jersey. Anyway, the <laughs> thing is, I could gamble on sports if I wanted to, but like just like the extra step of having to do something even like ten percent illegal scares me too much to do it. Anyway, um, so you know, the, but there's a little devil angel moment here, where Stahlmeyer is in Monk's one ear and Natalie's in the other ear. Stalmeier wants Monk to sit at the table and make Randy's money back. And Natalie points out, you can't stop if you do, you know, that it'll take a hold of you. Yeah. And they're both salient points, but it's Randy, you know? You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to save his bacon. And then we so, get a really fun does. montage of Monk's in dad. Well, first, first Monk accidentally busts because he's trying to get like a piece of dust off of the table and he keeps hitting it. So it looked time. like a fingernail to me. It grossed me out. Anyway, then there's a montage and he's just, I mean, he's cruising, right?
1: <laughs> yeah yeah he's doing uh he's doing his zach alfanagos hangover thing you know getting getting it in um ends up just getting into like almost twenty thousand up i think yep, yep that's where he tails off at mm-hmm. uh before your boy uh daniel Thorne comes mm-hmm. comes uh comes becomes a pit boss and starts talking shit mm-hmm. and uh yeah basically telling monk like you know right what, what, what does he tell
0: Monk? He well, he says he says. Well, one, he adds an extra two decks, and then he says he has friends right. in the ceiling. He has friends in the ceiling. Big mistake. Right. That Monk solve the case, you idiot. Um, yep. And so this is where he explains what happened.
1: Oh man, okay. <laughs> this one confused the shit out of me, but I think it's pretty simple actually. So on the way down from the elevator, mm-hmm. he actually killed his wife. Correct. And they had some weird, like, pulley system in Uh the elevator shaft, like, the access panel. (laughs) And so they wheeled her body out. (laughs) And then she walked out to the front with... Who's she? uh, uh, Teresa
0: Telenko. Yes. Yeah, Teresa Telenko. I don't know why I said this I'm quizzing you. Like, I'm on your side. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I know. No,
1: no, no, thank you. Her as, like, a body double comes Mm -hmm. out. And uh, she basically is like is photographed, which in the end, like you're just like, well, you would have thought somebody would have noticed if she was getting photographed. Yeah. She was ch- doing a little bit of like obscuring of her face, but like yeah. not enough to I think she would have escaped all no. those pictures. But anyway, so yeah, she comes out, and then she, they do the whole thing where she goes to go get tickets, the tickets that they left upstairs, mm-hmm. and so she gets back in. Uh, the whole you know, um, scarf gets the caught. yelling the yeah the scarf gets caught. The yelling starts. Uh, they, I guess, they switch the bodies again mm-hmm. at that point. Correct. And, and yeah, and so okay, yeah, because this is this is one part of it. and Then we find the
0: other piece out later. Now, can I ask a very important question, which has no answer? Where does Teresa go after that? Does she just stay up and top of the elevator shaft for like the rest of the night? I mean, good thing she didn't end up like uh, your boy it, Emilio Estevez, Estevez in Mission yeah. Impossible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Yeah, shouts to Emilio, man. Shouts to... My team! My whole team is dead! Sorry. That's my uh, How about Tom about Carlos Coons Estevez? Record. Carlos... Charlie Sheen? Yeah. What about Ramon Estevez? Who's that? That's Martin Sheen. Oh, right. Damn. Um, I forget. He has a daughter who goes by... I think it's... Is it Nan? No. Something Estevez. It's, she's in the West Wing as like an extra, so I I don't know. Anyway, so it's kind of weird that half the family went by Estevez, half of them didn't. Hollywood's weird. Anyway um so basically Josh brolin is, james brolin excuse me, is like that's a fairy tale you know what uh, and uh you'll never get a search warrant off of that not in this town and then he says yeah. the house always wins again and they, they take him away but as they're taking him away he helps a he helps his fellow gambler he moves his chips and roulette to even and when you know what the guy wins
1: Okay, and I that, think I was writing something down and I didn't see it. I was like, shit, okay, that guy okay. just won. Like, wow. Yes,
0: Monk moved his chips over. Now, this is important. Now, this this is just, let me just de- dig deep in my bag. This is just deep in the Jay Christie bag. The guy at that gambling table, I shit you not, is, the. his name is Mike Mallon. He went by Mike Boogie when he was on the CBS show Big Brother and he won Big Brother All-Stars. Uh, he used to wear a hat. And I don't remember. I don't remember why he's in this episode. I think he lived in Vegas. But I remember at the time hat? we were watching Big Brother, and like, is that fucking Mike Boogie at the table? Anyway, <laughs> was um, that? Hold on. What kind of hat did he wear? Like a fedora. <laughs> All right, go on. Shout out to Mike Boogie. Um, unless he got canceled, I don't know. I haven't followed that. Um, so. I'm guessing a guy named Mike Boogie has been canceled. That's true. He had, like, he, he had, like, one of the best alliances in any TV show. Him and this guy, Will, who won Big Brother Season 2, who was, like, the best Big Brother player of all time, had an alliance together, and they would do a thing where, you know, like, every reality show us like, confessionals? They would uh-huh. do confessionals together, and they would do a bit where they'd call each other on fake phones, like, make fun of the people they're manipulating. It's like, hey, I told Janelle that I was going to make an alliance with her, and she believed you? <laughs> great stuff. <laughs> actually, good stuff. Like, I, I, that was a dumb example, but it actually was great. Um, uh-huh. Anyway. Uh huh. So they so. get kicked out of the casino, and
1: they're uh-huh. all standing around, uh, you know, trying to gather their laurels, figure out what the next step is. Mm-hmm. And the bellboy comes with a special delivery, and what what is that delivery? It's Stuntman's jeans. Yep. They he
0: found them in a bush. Right. Mm-hmm. They were found in a bush. hmm. Exactly, man. Like he was the throw him in a bush to see some. Anyway, um, so he looks in the back pocket of them. And there's a folded up uh, newspaper. It's that rag we mentioned earlier. And Stoudmire remembers. Remembers what the, what the detail was. And I like this because in the end, the entire case was solved by Stoudmire. If Stoudmire didn't remember that, like, Monk missed that, you know?
1: So my question would be, okay, when would this have taken place? Because clearly that photo would have been
0: in the next day's newspaper. No. is calling Monk a week after the murder happens. Oh. oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes so sense. he noticed, and boom, they don't match. Great stuff, Stottmeyer. That's enough for a search warrant, I guess. Um, Wait, what doesn't match? The earrings. i oh, sorry. Okay, I didn't say yeah, no because I'm bad. I'm bad at what I do. Um, yeah, the earrings don't match because basically, as we mentioned, his wife didn't change her earrings, and clearly they had planned for her to change her earrings. Um, yep. And the wife was wearing hoops, and uh, the mistress was not. Um, but a rare episode, remember Andy's, Andy Breckman well, mentioned that. the mistress that, uh, wins. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. The mistress wins in this episode. I mean, it really is either or. It's really just whatever you choose, you know. Um, now, obviously, of course, as any mistress knows, uh, if he was willing to leave, leave his wife for you, he's not going to stay with you for the long haul, you know. Not a lot of right. good relationships are built that way. Um, anyway, I remember I used to troll on Yik Yak about that a lot. Um, when I used to troll on Yik Yak, where I'd make up fake people, I would say things about. What the about, fuck is Yik Yak? Oh, you know, oh, you weren't. You're too old. It was an app like in cot for college areas where you basically post things anonymously, and I used to troll it by be pretending to be different people and then making up fake arguments. And the thing I would do a lot is I would like. Create characters, and one of them was like someone once posted like exactly what I said. Where if he's if he's cheating, if he leaves his girlfriend for you, just know he can't commit because um, he wasn't willing to commit to her. And I remember I got a bunch of downvotes because I said in caps, "Shut up!" What what he and I have was different than what he had with Kaylee. I just make up shit. Anyway, they're actually if you go on my old Tumblr, you can find screenshots. Some really great stuff. Anywho, anywho, yeah. This is just not a good episode in terms of not getting sidetracked. I apologize, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not, you know, I'm not proud of myself. Um, so Thorny gets arrested. Yeah, he gets arrested. And he says that it's not over. And Monk says, I wouldn't bet on that. Because Monk, he's clever.
1: Does he ever come back? What? Does he ever come back?
0: No, what? This isn't, no. No. So he back. is, so he is, so he is done with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Monk asks, uh, he he asked Natalie. Natalie how she stopped, and what what did what did she have? She says because she had Mitch, and then she and Natalie asked Monk how did you stop, and he says because I have you. Oh. Blackout, great stuff. You yeah, know, honestly, like the Andy. thing is, if you watch this episode in like a marathon, you really would be shocked to know that this is like the fifth episode with Natalie. Like it really, the chemistry is just right there. You know. Yeah, no, I I, I, I think it's great. Agree. I, I I
1: you, I think I think the only thing is I just I don't like the Mister Monk thing. Mm. I don't mind. I him. get I get I get why I get why to mm. distinguish the two, but I I, I I'd rather Adrian.
0: Hey, yo, are Adrian. Um, you're a big Rocky guy. No, I'm kidding. Um, never seen them. Yeah, and they're actually never seen them either. Uh, it's one of my big blind spots cinematically, and like it's one of the things where I really don't feel like fixing it because hot take but boxing is just like just so not relevant in the culture these days where it's like why the hell would I ever like I don't care <laughs> like it's just not like, who cares that's not a very sophisticated take but it's just kind of like I just, I, I just hate how like guys in their 50s and 60s talk about boxing with so much reverence it's like okay cool boxing has never been important the entire time I've been alive that's true yeah it really hasn't true.
1: I mean you're right you're right no you're absolutely right like
0: I I'll watch a boxing like I watched Wilder Fury I was not very happy with the result obviously um but uh, also, how crazy yeah. is it? How crazy is it that? Tyson Fury is the white guy. Is, like that's crazy. Who the uh, fuck is
1: Tyson Fury? I don't even. Tyson
0: Fury him. is the heavyweight champion of the world. He's a like six foot eight British guy um, named Tyson Fury, which is crazy. Um, mm. Anyway, uh, so where would you give this episode out of ten?
1: I would give it an eight point five.
0: So would I. I like this episode a lot. I think that there's nothing that makes it like pop. It's not. It's not a big wow episode. But there's really nothing that catches that holds me up on. Like I. like It's not. There's no annoying scenes. It's you yeah. Know,
1: even like the monk like speaking for like 45 seconds with the weird voice. Yeah. That didn't bother me that much. Yeah. Like it was actually t- yeah. all pretty like solid.
0: And, and I think that a, a good performance from James Brolin, and by that I mean he just has like a gravitas to him. Like I actually don't think it's a good performance because his accent. I have no idea what he's doing. But yeah. I think just having an actor you recognize as the murderer just makes an episode so much better.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, another thing is I probably would have wanted to see like a little bit more of Vegas, but I understand why we can't. Uh, I mean, I do like how they cool.
0: did, I did like how they did clearly film in a casino. So that's I like that a lot. It, it, it is. Yes, true. Like there's nothing outside, but like, you know, that's whatever. But clearly they got um access, which I don't know. I wonder how hard it is to get access to the uh, casinos. Um I gotta ask very hard Gotta ask Steven Soderbergh um, Cause you know Oceans baby Just yes. the Oceans movies Gotta reference those They're great Uh I mean obviously Oceans 12 takes place in Europe So like don't at me guys I know it's not in Vegas But still Um Anyway Is that it? Did I get to everything? Yes, yes I did Yeah I'm kidding Uh I Follow the show at Weekly Bunkin. Andre Rupin will follow you You can follow me At Andre Barrera and you can follow me at the Jay Christie. Um, you know, I assume everyone's already listened to it if you follow me on Twitter, but Marvel Cinematic University, the other podcast I co-host. Um, they, we're actually doing Mandalorian episodes now because there's no Marvel content coming out. So that means I get to break out my Carl Weathers impression of... That's going to mm, change soon. Mando! Yes, it's... Yes, WandaVision's coming out on January 15th. But in the meantime, we're doing Mando! Um... Baby Yoda is good and he's my friend, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. Uh, but rate you subscribe to this uh, this podcast. Um, you know, as long as it's a nice comment. If it's a mean comment, just make it that I have a box head because clearly I can take that. Any other thing, I can't. Um, but yeah, uh, share this podcast with your aunt who does scrapbooking, even though she doesn't have anyone in her life to show the scrapbooks to. And uh, yeah, I have nothing else. Um, most Are you important. Speaking from experience? No, I actually don't have an aunt who does that. I, I, if I'm out if I was being for experience, I wouldn't say that because I have at least one aunt who listens to the show, and like I don't, like my aunts are actually the demographic of people in my life who would be most likely to listen to this podcast. So like I can't insult them, not that I'd want to. Um, yeah, no. Particularly you're... the one who I know listens to it. But ironically enough, uh, this I wish we were like I wish we were two. weeks I know, faster. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I wish we were two weeks faster in terms of doing these episodes. Because I want you guys to uh, I know we just got over it. I mean it's still being contested because the big wet fucker doing a coup or whatever, but tune in next Tuesday as we talk about Mr. Monk and the election. Uh
1: I got nothing. Let's let's get monkey.